What it do, what it do. <laughs> Another out and about recording. You know, I, I'm really starting to enjoy these because it, it frees up a lot of my time during the weekend um, where I usually record these. So, uh, these episodes, so, or at least for this podcast. So, yeah, um, more of these. You know, it makes editing somewhat of a hassle, but if that's the trade-off, I can get, you know, spend more time editing for more free time on the weekend, I'm pretty fine with that trade-off, alright, so, you already know who it is, <laughs> back again with another episode, um, I've talked about this topic before, at least I believe I have, um, this is yet another situation, now I notice I've been doing that, uh, as of lately, revisiting conversations, or at least revisiting topics that I've discussed in the past, um, it's not so. It's not like purposely, right? Like I'm not doing it uh, just to see if I feel the same way I felt about whatever the topic was, uh, whatever, whenever I discussed the topic. Um, but I do believe it's a great exercise that everyone should do, not just people who, you know, share their opinions online, but people in general. I think we all should revisit how we feel and think about things, you know? Um, that's just my opinion, right? Um, so I saw a video on Facebook. These damn flies getting out of here. <laughs> You know, but anyways, I saw a video on Facebook and it was Taraji B. Henson and looking just looking as old as she is, but as fine as she is, uh, saying something that I think anyone at any age, um, how, whenever they say it at any age, but especially if they're as old as Taraji P. Uh, sounds ridiculous saying and looks ridiculous saying this idea that um, you know, you can't claim me as yours unless you put a ring on it, right? Um, hence why I have the title as a title, because it's going to go along with my stance on it, of course. Um, but she was, there's a video, and if I can find the video again, I will have to go do some snooping on somebody's page. I don't like going on Facebook for longer than two seconds, but whatever. Research purposes, right? So if I could find the video again and posted it in the description box below, I will do so. Uh, thing is, I don't know how to abstract videos from Facebook without sharing the actual person's post. It's not easy like it is on, on X, right? When I could just easily, you can easily do that. And the video, it might take you to a person's tweet, but you might just end up seeing the video, right? Facebook is different. It will take you to the person's post, and that wouldn't be an issue with me uh, normally. But, you know, people are crazy. And I don't think y'all are... Uh, you know, I'm not saying any of y'all listening would do this, but it's a possibility that one of y'all would do this where it's you will then go to that person's page and then inform them on and try to start some shit between me and this person. Even if this person agrees with Taraji's stance on it, which they do, this is not an attack. This ain't this is not even an attack on Taraji P. Henson. But I do think that anyone who has the opinion, whether it be Taraji P or someone that I know, right? Someone I'm just friends on Facebook. I don't think that opinion, that stance is, you know, a very sound stance to have. That's all I'm saying. It's not an attack on the person. I'm just simply saying that saying something like, you cannot claim me unless you put a ring on it, it's stupid. Because to me, it's you're expecting people who want to date you, who want to have a relationship with you to instantly either know, number one, straight off the bat, that they want to 
marry you. And two, they're just going to instantly come with like on their first date, they come with a wedding ring. They take you to a restaurant, right? They don't take you to Cheesecake Factory. They take you to somewhere where you actually like to go. Now, if cheesecake is your thing, that's your thing. But they actually take you somewhere where you want to go. And then they also, at the end of that dinner, they just get on their knees and present to you a wedding ring, right? An engagement ring, right? That's not how the real world works, people. <laughs> and saying the stupid ass comment like, well, you can't claim me if this ring finger is naked. It's going to be naked for a while, boo-boo. Now it's your choice at the end of the day if you want to stay faithful or not. But I ain't saying what you if you choose not to stay faithful. Like, it's it's really that simple. <laughs> Come on. Come on. I can end it right here. I can literally end it right here. Because, it, 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 like I said, I've said this in the past. But also, it really doesn't take that much to... to uh, debunk that whole idea that oh the person is not serious so you should not be serious about them simply because they're not instantly asking you for your hand in marriage that's ridiculous (laughs) why would you want anyone who's that quick to want to marry you you don't think that's suspicious alright back you're going to hear me go in and out uh, so, yeah, deal with it. Nah. <laughs> but, I mean, the question, it's not even a question. It's, it's really just a mindset. It's, it's my response to all of it. Uh, like I said, that first part could have easily just wrapped up the entire situation. But I want to drill into the minds of the individuals who really truly believe that this is this mindset is one that they should have I were I really want to drill into their mind that it's it's not you know um, you have to give people a reason why they should marry you um, and hence why I titled it give me a reason to put a ring on it I mean, a lot of people who celebrate the hell out of Beyonce, they quote her songs and this, that, and the third. You think all them years of dating Jay-Z, you think, you know, she just, you know, uh, uh, marriage just came out of nowhere? No, clearly. <laughs> they was dating for years before Jay-Z decided to put a ring on it. You want to know why? There were probably things Beyonce was doing throughout that time that made Jay-Z say, you know what? This is the woman I want to marry. Or he probably knew at some time and was like, you know what? I want to wait until this time since the man, y'all always want men to be men. Y'all want men to initiate things, but then you want to rush his time. You want to rush his plan. No, it, it don't work like that, ladies. Don't work like that, anybody. You can't be like, oh, we want men to make all these decisions, X, Y, and Z. But then if it's not on your timing, it's a problem. No. You either going to let us have control or you're going to take control of the situation yourself. But don't complain about taking control of the situation if you're not going to allow us to have said control and lead and make decisions. Whatever the case is, you know, Beyonce got this song, put a ring on it. You know what I'm saying? Not a bad song, not a song that I disagree with. But I'm saying a lot of these women who aren't Beyonce, not nearly, not in the looks department, and damn sure not in the personality department, not in the sector of achievements that they've achieved, nowhere near a Beyonce, have this mindset of, well, if Beyonce could say it, then I can. Yeah, Beyonce could say it because Beyonce is Beyonce and you're not. <laughs> That's number one. Let's make that clear. You know? Two, Beyonce, even Beyonce did things that made Jay-Z 
say, this is someone I want to marry. She gave him reasons. And I'm damn sure those reasons were, oh, look at my body. Don't you just want to marry someone with this type of body? Like, pretty sure there was deeper reasons. If you ask Jay what he loves most about B, he's not going to say her body. That might be why you like B. That might be why I like B, or at least part of it. But to the man who married her, they've been married for years now. He's not going to say, oh, it's because look at her body. I just knew I had to marry her. Beyonce's always had a nice body, so it shouldn't have taken X amount of years when they were dating for him to even notice her nice body. So that's clearly not the reason. So I was I was recording some more heat. But unfortunately, I ended up getting a call in between. And uh, I thought it would automatically pause the microphone, but it didn't. So that call got recorded. So I had to stop. I couldn't just, you know, cut it out easily. I probably could have, but that call went on for some time. So it's like that was a lot of audio that had to be cut, at least to me. So I just decided to scrap the entire clip. And re-record what I'll say. So as I was stated before, Queen B, even Beyonce had to give Jay a reason as to why she was worthy of being married. And it wasn't just her body. You all have this mindset of, well, look at me. Wouldn't you want to marry someone? Wouldn't you want to be married to somebody? That looks like this when you want to wake up every single day next to somebody who looks like this. First of all, y'all the ones that scream looks fade all the time. Y'all the ones who will get into these relationships. You will only keep yourself looking a certain way to attract a partner. And then once you get a partner that is willing to go steady with you, you let yourself go. So it's false advertisement with this whole when you want to wake up to somebody who looks like this every single day, you lie. You know you're lying. You know you're not going to look like yourself every single day. How are you looking right now? Unless you are someone that is intentional about keeping up your looks. But again, we all we get older. Health situations happen. You don't know that for a fact. So no, you can't offer up whether you legitimately are someone who takes care of yourself or you're just using your looks right now to attract somebody, to trap somebody. You still can't use your looks as a reason as to why someone should marry you. And also, we already know there's a ton of people who look attractive on the outside and they're terrible Husbands and wives, let's be real. Like, come on now. And you know this. You being the people who use this this uh, stupid-ass language. You know, mindset. Y'all know this. Stop it. And simply just saying, well, because I'm worthy. Okay, how? Just because you say something doesn't make it true. That's number one. Number two. You're going to have to back it up. The best way to back up your words is with actions. I can't just go to, you know, me being a writer. I can't just go to Tyler Perry or go to anybody and say, hey, look, I'm worthy. Give me this job. Give me this opportunity to write with you because I'm worthy. You know what TP and anybody else is going to say to me? Show me. Prove it. You can't just say, you know how many people are just going up to that might go up to them and be like, oh, I'm worthy. I'm worthy of this. Okay, how? Prove it. Prove to me you're worthy of becoming, you know, on my rider team or, you know what I'm saying, like working for me. Same thing with a marriage. You can't just say I'm worthy. <laughs> you know, 
You're going to have to prove it. And it's really that simple. It's only hard because y'all make it hard because the only reason why you make it hard is because you don't want to put in work, whether you're Taraji B. Henson or anybody else. And again, I don't want to make it seem as though I'm picking on her, but at the same time, she is too damn old, too damn fine, too damn accomplished to have this mindset of, well, look at me. I'm Taraji P. Henson. Why wouldn't anyone want to marry me? Well, you're, you're old as you are, and you're still single, and you go to interviews, and you talk to a bunch of other possibly single, older women, and y'all get on your echo chamber, and you're of this age, however old you are, and you think that it is logical for you to, for a man to come up to you already already with a wedding ring and that's going to make you want to stay faithful to him. Not the guy who's approaching you and says, hey, I want to, you know, let's build something serious together and then let's work our way till the level of marriage. Not that guy. No, you don't want him. You don't want to stay faithful to him. You want to stay faithful to the guy that instantly pops up out of nowhere with a wedding ring. Now, you're probably like listening to this and you're like, Ernest, no woman does that. This is stupid. I don't know these imaginary women you're talking about, but no woman thinks this way. My response is, this is the exact statement of if this ring, if you ain't gonna put a ring on it, blah, 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 then, you know, you can't claim me. That's this mindset that you have, though. So it's like you say, oh, no one's thinking this way. But that statement that Taraji stated, that statement that many other women have stated is exactly that mindset. So somebody lied. Somebody lied. You say women don't think this way. But y'all make a statement that goes alongside with a mindset like that. All I'm saying is somebody lied and it ain't me. I I only speak on I'm on I'm the observer in this situation. I've heard statements like that. I've seen statements like that. And like I said, if I can find that video, I will play it for y'all. I'm not making this up. This ain't me just trying to talk about some random shit just to have something to talk about for this podcast because as of right now this is one of two topics y'all know I don't mind doing single topic or just two topics I'm not in a bind to to talk about something for the podcast oh I gotta talk about something I got nothing to talk about this week and I let it be clear hey listen y'all I ain't got shit to talk about this week so here's a Here's an off week or, you know, I'll just promote something else. You know, talk about another podcast or whatever, right? Use that opportunity. I'll think of something. Point is, I'm not just making shit up to have shit to talk about. This is something women have said. Women, mar- uh, well, far more women than just Tarashi P. Henson. This is something women have stated. If you don't put a ring on it, you cannot claim it. So dating is out of the picture now. Y'all be on TikTok all the time or be on all these other places all the time talking about men don't take us out on dates anymore. It's because you expect a ring figure. You expect a a wedding ring on the first date. (laughs) And do I have to continuously ask y'all or remind y'all how unsafe that is? How insane that is? How insanely unsafe that is? Are you really going to fall for the guy that instantly just y'all first date? Again, he takes you somewhere that's not Cheesecake Factory, right? You're like, oh, snap. We rode past Cheesecake. We didn't go to it. So (laughs) that's a good sign. 
Y'all go to wherever y'all go, right? And he pulls out a ring. Y'all don't know nothing. Everything that y'all may have discussed at that dinner table was the first time y'all have ever discussed these things. He's probably not even going to remember your favorite color is not pink. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he's going to pull out a ring because he saw you say some goof-ass shit like, hey, you can't claim me if you're not going to put a ring on it. He saw you do that. He was like, well, I'm, I'm going to claim her right now. You, you're not going to question that guy's motives. One, you're not going to question his sanity, his motives. Why is he so damn... You're not, you're not going to question any of this shit? <laughs> you just going to allow it to happen? And wake up the next day with your head atta- uh, de- detached from your body? But wake up the next day with a wedding dress on? Wake up the next day saying I do to something that you know for a fact you have no knowledge of I do to what you don't know nothing about the guy he doesn't know anything about you but since he was bold enough to get a ring and not the other man I guess y'all set for life huh listen if that's the life y'all want and you, you that's 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 just that's what y'all are actually saying by all means, I'll, I'll keep quiet, you know, but if that's not it, then be clear with what you actually want and stop regurgitating stupid ass statements. <laughs> that's that's a big one. That second one is a big one. They both really big, but, you know, that second one is a huge one. Stop regurgitating stupid ass statements it's dumb I don't care who said it last week I told y'all I would not want to be in Will's shoes don't care how rich and famous he is the man clearly is not someone that you know is living a golden life despite what you might think simply because of his his uh, his fame and money. I bring that up because again, celebrity saying shit doesn't make it sound advice. Doesn't make it golden. Or however they're living doesn't mean it's it's right. Oh well, they got all this money. So they must be, they're doing something right. They got all the money because of the talent they possess. You can possess some talent. And still be dumb as a doorknob. <laughs> you can possess a talent. And still not be the perfect being. feel like there was something else I wanted to say in regards to this. So I'm going to go over my thoughts again. So again, not giving a man a reason to put a ring on it. Yet expected it. It's crazy. You know that. Um, or at least I know that. I don't know. If we, I can't say we. <laughs> I say weed, I, that, yeah, you might be part of the weed, so I probably can, but I can't at the same time say weed, because you probably still someone that believes that, uh, you know, saying that is is actually is actually smart, you know. I, I'm honestly surprised. Like some of the shit I be saying, I'm like. Why hasn't anyone else pushed back a bit against this? Maybe because they don't feel like it's it's worthy, right? It's not, not, but maybe they don't feel like they don't feel like it's a worth responding to. And I respect that. But I think that there's certain things need a pushback because if you let it fester on for long, then it becomes a lot more dangerous than just 
someone online saying it, you know? Um, different tracks. So, let me say something, white folks. When you're walking on a fucking sidewalk, move out the fucking way. Like, like you don't own this shit. You probably think you do, but you don't. So, like, be mindful that there are others around. Jesus Christ. Anyways. Yeah, I think I've made, I, I think I've stated everything. Like I said, I think I've stated all of what I had to say, you know? And as I stated before, like it ain't nothing that I haven't said before. Give me a reason. Give us a reason to put a ring on it. But we'll be more than glad to dress that ring finger up in something nice. But simply just saying, well, you can't claim me. Oh, there were, there is something else I want to say. Boom. There it goes. Anyone who has this mindset to me of uh, you can't claim me unless you put a ring on it is not someone to be trusted. I hinted at this at the beginning, and I'm going to go more in depth about it now. What you're saying, again, when you make a statement like that is you're not going to stay faithful to the man that you're dating or is dating you simply because he hasn't asked for your hand in marriage. Y'all could be dating for two weeks. You expect him, again, to go in two weeks. Y'all don't even be knowing what the fuck you want to eat throughout the day. But you expect a man to instantly know, like in a important situation, like who he wants to marry, in two, in two seconds. And again, it's a lot of women who probably have this mindset of, well, look at me. Who wouldn't want to marry me? We already debunked you hoes. No. We're not talking about you. We're talking about the hoes who can't stay faithful. The hoes who have this mindset of, you know, give me, uh, well, not give me a reason. They're not saying that. <laughs> you know, it's me saying that. But it's the ones who will say things like, again, the usual comment. It's the mindset of, I'm not going to stay faithful. I'm not your wife, so why should I stay faithful to you? Because it's the things that you do before marriage that's going to determine whether you're worthy of being married or not. Simple as that. Again, you expect a man to treat you like a wife when you're not, when legally that is not your title to him. But you don't want to have the same type of you're not going to treat him like a husband before that becomes his actual title to you any woman having these mindsets fellas stay far away from if you're going to do something fuck him and leave him alone but at the same time even with that it's like bro you might as well just deal with a woman who is worth a damn you know not one that's going to have these mindsets because again it's it's not wise she is telling you to your face that she will cheat on your ass she would not you would not be her own the only man in her life she is telling you she will do these things if you don't marry her a Will Smith ass nigga would be like, oh, I'm going to marry her instantly because I don't want her to cheat and she's still doing you dirty. Because at the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, do you really think someone is going to just stop doing something like cheating simply because of their, their jewelry status on their finger? You think a, a fucking an item is going to stop someone from constantly being a cheater to the next day 
just, oh, well, I'm going to stop doing this now. That's insane. That's foolish. You know? That's foolish. You, you, you're fooling yourself. If you really think that's all it takes. Because like I said, if you can't show me that you're someone that can be faithful before we reach this level, why the fuck <laughs> would I trust that you will even be that way if or when we actually reach that level? Let's be real. Come on now. Use your common sense, people. But that's all I got to say about the situation, y'all. Y'all got to think about the shit y'all say. And the stuff people say, you have to, again, really listen and and think about it, you know? But that's just me, all right? We got, uh, I want to say we got one more topic. But at the same time, like I said, I am recording this hella earlier. Uh, so we do have another topic, whether it's the last one or not. Um, that's going to make recording that topic awkward too because if I do the outro for that one then <laughs> and then I come back then that's gonna be weird so I don't even know but I still want to record it because I like making good use of my free time so I'm gonna still record it but you know whether it's the last dot <laughs> I guess I'll do a cut uh, this this episode will be a, a lot of cuts, so just beware. But a lot of y'all short attention span having motherfuckers don't like it anyway. So, you know, we'll do a cut and get into the next topic. Stay tuned. All right, so this uh, will <laughs> say last topic. The second, well, possibly last topic is going to be a bit of sports talk. Um, it's about John Moran, Derrick Rose. Uh, for, you know, those who don't know, they're basketball players. For those who do know, um, you know that um, Derrick Rose just got signed to the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, this was a move that a lot of people, especially when John Morant was, you know, in his troubles, his off-court troubles, a lot of people were saying he really needs the guidance and stuff um, and people will point to Derrick Rose and say well Derrick Rose was someone who um, you know out, out off the court was getting into a lot of trouble as well and he clearly has grown from that because the Derrick Rose we see now is not the man you know that a lot of people know of and because of that, a lot of folks were like, wait, you know, um, he'd be the perfect, just be the, the perfect mentor and pairing for John Moran. Now, as much, I'm a fan of both guys, you know, athletically, uh, they're talent wise. I think they're amazing. I love Derrick Rose. Um, I'm glad that he's still playing on an NBA team because for some time, and you know, you know, for some time, it was looking like due to injuries and things, of course, it was looking like, you know, it was it for Duke. Um, so to see that he still has the opportunity to even play, um, yeah, like, you know, I, I'm happy for Duke. Other voices you hear is crackheads. But anyways, as I'll stated, I'm proud. I'm, I'm glad he's on the team. Period. But I don't, I have, I, well, not that I don't like it. I take issue with this move because Derrick Rose is a basketball player. And yes, basketball athletes in general can serve more of a purpose than their talents, no doubt. But this move was clearly made 
for him to be, I guess, a babysitter. And I'm going to use that term. For him to be a babysitter to John Moran. And I don't like that. You know? I don't like that because, yes, Derrick Rose is much older than Ja. But these are two grown men. Grown adult men. Yeah, Ja's getting into the troubles that, you know, not your... Not everyone in their, not every man in their early 20s gets into, but nonetheless, getting into some shit, it's dumb shit at the end of the day. We get it simply because it's like he's making all that money. He shouldn't be into that, you know, shit. But all that stuff aside, these are two grown ass men. That's, 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 that's one. Branching from that, Derrick Rose is not John Morant's father. Because T. Morant is just as immature as his son. That's a Morant problem. That's not a Rose problem. It is not up to Derrick Rose to raise job because T. Morant decided that he didn't want to be his son's father. He wanted to be his son's best friend or his son, one of his son's entourage members. That's not Derrick Rose's fault. You know? All this <laughs> might be projection. I don't know. But no, it ain't. But no, I'm saying this. Giving the responsibility to a man whose goal in life, his dream, you know, his purpose, or at least a passion of his, or one of it, is to simply just play ball at the highest level and succeed in that right you're now telling him he, this man has to go in a totally different direction in order for him to play on the team right now i've seen the interviews Derek Rose he's owning up to it he's he's owning up to being that i guess mentor and all that stuff and that's that's great if that's how he truly feels or if he's just Saying, I think it will be obvious if he's just saying that, just to, uh, you know, not piss anyone off. But whether he believes it or not, I'm personally saying that's not his job. Because let's just say John Morant F's up again. John Morant decides he want to get on IG Live again and, you know, smoke weed or show guns and stuff, threaten people. Let's just say... He gets into it with, you know, he gets into an argument with another team or another player on a team, and then they, they, uh, they red beaming the tour bus of that team. You know what I'm saying? Let's just say he a jaw gets kicked out. Are you then going to say, "Well, Rhodes, we don't need you anymore, bye"? And that's unfair. That's unfair because you're letting these the again. The actions on John Morant. John Morant did the stuff that he did before Rose got there. Rose didn't get it. You didn't see Derrick Rose all in the videos with John Morant when he was flashing his piece. You didn't see any of that. Derrick Rose didn't. I mean, John Morant didn't come out and say Derrick Rose made me do it. I'm willing to guess prior to them even being teammates. They probably never even had a conversation, ever. So, again, I hope it's not to the extreme, to the point where it's like, Rose, your entire career now is predicated on another man. Because if John messes up, that's your ass. I understand wanting to partner people, mentorship, this, that, the third forming that type of relationship I get that and like I said if that's what Derrick Rose actually wants to do in his life now he wants to pair his love of basketball with uh, him being a mentor to you know someone like a dog or any other younger player that might think about throwing their life away to prove how hard they are or prove that you know they're down or whatever the fuck 
if that's what he truly wants to do, by all means, I'm rooting for the brother. Because that is still a noble thing to even, for him to, to do, whether he was, whether he was forced to do it, or whether he decided this is what I want to do. But to me, it means more if someone decides this is what I want to do, rather than it being decided for them, simply because they have a similar uh, negative past when they were young, like John Moran. All right. Seamless pause, hopefully, but I had to pause because a lot of construction going around. I was not going to argue. I also forgot my water at home, so uh, mouth getting kind of dry. So I'm going to wrap it up here as far as this topic. Again, if this is the last topic, I'll do a cut and then do, you know, the regular outro. If it is not the last topic, well, you'll hear more from me. All right, y'all. So I'm back with one more topic, the last topic here. Uh, and this one, it's about people attacking this this thing that's been going on um, when you have people rushing the stage to attack comedians. Now, this has actually been going on for years. Um, we saw it happen with Dave Chappelle when you had the angry, crazy, uh, just weirdo <laughs> attack Dave Chappelle or rush the stage to attempt to to attack Dave Chappelle um, and you had Will Smith <laughs> come up on stage and attack a comedian um, and there was other people other comedians big and small if you want to call them that um, there are clips where there are people who have been verbally Violent against those or verbally aggressive against uh, that comedian because the comedian said something that the person did not like or they became physical. This most recent event happened with another comedian, Ari Spears. Ari Spears, for those who don't know, comedian. Uh, he was on the show Mad TV, one of my favorite sketch comedy shows. Uh, late night sketch comedy shows the best late night sketch comedy show let me just say that that's a shot at SNL fuck SNL Mad TV was my jam uh, I enjoyed that uh, but Eric Spears has done a lot more things other than Mad TV but that's definitely my introduction to Eric Spears growing up watching Mad TV for the years that it was on I, I did not I legitimately tried to make it an effort every single Saturday night, late night, uh, to not miss an episode. That's how much I love the Mad TV. But we're not here to talk about my love for Mad TV. Um, we're here to talk about Eric Spears recently being attacked on stage. Because, I mean, why else are comedians attacked on stage? Because they said something someone took offense to and they felt the proper reaction was to physically attack said comedian rather than just getting up and walking away or trying to, you know, I would rather prefer the, you know, I still think it's useless, but I would rather prefer the back and forths. You know, the comedian says something, the person in the crowd then tries to, you know, come back with their own jokes or, you know, their own insults, whatever the case is, the verbal spats. I would rather that react. I would rather the reaction of you just walking the fucking way, to be honest with you. But if if there's any if there's going to be any type of pushback, I would rather the verbal pushback rather than you getting up on stage and attacking said comedian. I don't care who the comedian is, whether I'm a fan of them or not. I don't care how if I personally felt as though the joke was uh, mean-spirited or not. The simple fact of the matter is, I don't like this. I don't like this idea or this trend. Like I said, that's been happening for years. I don't like this trend of people going to comedy shows and feeling that they are entitled to physically harm the the comedian, the performer, 
who is on stage simply because the comedian doesn't said something that the person does not like. To me, it's, it's a level of sensitivity that at the end of the day, it's all on you. You being the individual who was hurt by said comments. Not saying you have to like everything that you see. I'm not saying you have to agree with everything a comedian says or whatever the case is, but you chose to go to that show. You chose to see that comedian. Whether you are aware of an Aerie Spears, of a Dave Chappelle, of a Chris Rock, of a whoever, right? Whether you are aware of who these comedians are and their material, that's still on you. And it doesn't matter whether, oh, I didn't know their their material was offensive like this. I Had I knew, I wouldn't have showed up. But you did show up. You did show up, and because you showed up, that's not on a comedian's fault. They're like, oh, snap, we got someone in the crowd who has no idea who I am. They don't know how raunchy my uh, my humor is. They don't know how um, my, com- my comedic style is roasting. I like to roast people. I like to point people out in the crowd and talk about their outfits or talk about something, how they look and all this other shit. They don't know nothing about that, so I got to switch up my entire work my entire how I do my thing simply because of this one individual no the comedian doesn't have to do a damn thing other than do what they do on stage you as the individual the grown adult individual that's going to these clubs that only allow 18 and older people to go into these clubs you have to make the choice to say hey listen I would say 21 and older because they use a lot of them happen in clubs where they serve alcohol obviously the drinking age being 21 so 21 and up even worse for even worse to look for the individual who has an emotional reaction now I think alcohol does play a big part in the emotional reaction and getting these people to feel brave what they call uh, alcohol courage juice or at least that's the saying that I heard growing up I don't drink Uh, But that was one of the sayings that, you know, was thrown around about alcohol, courage juice. It gives people some type of courage, uh, stupid, stupid courage. You know what I'm saying? I would say that uh, they normally would not have had they not been drinking. So I think that, again, you don't have to. I'm not saying comedians don't say things that aren't offensive, there have been comedians I've said <laughs> some things that I was offended of about. But guess what I did? I didn't make threats to them. I didn't get up on stage and none of that. If it was a video, I simply clicked off the video and decided, hey, you know what? I'm just not going to continue watching because I didn't really like that joke. I thought it was distasteful. I thought it was I thought it was offensive. And that was that. That was the end of that. And if it happened to be their thing, that's their brand of comedy, then I just decided, you know what? I ain't going to pay attention to this comedian. Simple as that. It's Because re- it's really that simple at the end of the day. You know, going up on these stages, because, and don't blame it on the alcohol. I, I, I brought up the alcohol aspect because I said that's, that's, that's a possibility in giving these people uh, you know, the goal <laughs> for them to even get up on stage and do what they do and try to attack these comedians or actually uh, attack these comedians. Um, but I'm not a big fan or not even a fan at all of blaming it on alcohol. I'm, I blame it on the individual at the end of the day. Because again, it shows. One, if you are someone who can't handle your alcohol, don't fucking drink. I don't care how much you had. It was only a, it was only a sip. It was only one cup. It was, it was only a pint. It was only, I don't care. Clearly a little pint is enough to get you violent. Clearly a little sip, a little shot glass is enough to get you feeling violent. And that is dangerous. And therefore that's on you. You need to not drink. You need to not drink and also be in a setting to where you are easily angered because this is how you react when you're drunk or under the influence of whatever the hell you're under the influence of. This is how you react. And if you can't get that under control, I don't think you should be able to do it at all. On the same 
in, in, in the same vein, if comedy is not your thing, I think y'all should just not go to comedy shows. I was listening to the, and, and, and it, this is, I'm not going to say the podcast name, but I stopped listening to this podcast uh, for all the members, but primarily this one member who's always on some punk ass shit. He, he be on some uh, internalized racism stuff as well. Um, but he was pretty much his, his stance is, well, comedians are mean. Comedians are so awful. They're mean. You can be funny without being offensive. And that is true. I agree with that last statement that you can actually be funny without offending anybody. But there's also an aspect of number one, Yes, there are there are offensive things that are funny. I'm just going to flat out say it. And if you don't like it, you don't have to like it. But at the same time, it's funny in a fucked up way. Number two, let's not act like people don't find can't find offense in anything and everything like it doesn't happen nowadays, especially nowadays. I can get on stage and make the corniest jokes about how people who like pineapples on pizza are just the devil right? And they trash, right? And they're just horrible people or, you know, they got bad taste, right? Somebody could be truly offended by that. And then if you listen to this punk motherfucker and people like him, it's okay for that individual to rush the stage and attack me or attempt to attack me simply because I made jokes about pineapple pizza. You know? That's not something to ever, you have your preferences, cool, and I have mine. It's a joke about how, the the joke is supposed to be how I believe my preferences are more superior than yours, and I'm going to talk about it. That's the joke. The joke being that it's so ridiculous to think your, your preferences is far superior than anybody else's. But, you know, someone having the the gall, I use that word a lot because it's my favorite word, but someone having, <laughs> someone having the gall to think that their preferences, their personal food preferences is far superior, makes them a better person than somebody else to the point where they get up on a stage in a crowd full of people and tell, tell people that I believe that I'm a better person than you because of my food preferences, right? That's the joke. If you, and I know not everyone dissects comedy like that. A lot of people look at it surface level. A lot of it is surface level. But as someone who writes comedy, <laughs> you know, I I have no choice to not look at it at to to not look at it from multiple lenses. And I get that that's something that only people, well, not only people. Uh, well, maybe, yeah, I don't know, but that's something that people like myself or people who, you know, whether you're a writer, whether you're a comedian, whatever the case is, uh, people who are in that field can do as opposed to other people. So you can't, you can't really fault people for the maybe lack of skills that they have, but at the end of the day, you can fault people for their actions. You know, and you may not have understood that my joke wasn't, oh, my God, you're you're a terrible person because uh, you eat pineapple pizza rather than I am making fun of myself for thinking that I am a better person than you because I don't like pineapple pizza. And I'm, you know, making myself look a certain way while on this stage talking about how bad pineapple pizza is you know again i know i understand that everyone is 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 you know capable of looking that deeply into jokes you know not everyone wants to look that deeply (laughs) into jokes and i get it i get it but again i'm not gonna excuse people going up to any damn buddy and and attacking them because they don't like a joke. If comedy is not your thing, it's so be it, it is not your thing. 
don't go to comedy shows. People should not have to switch up their entire routine because your old sensitive bitch drunk ass can't handle your liquor or can't handle a, uh, a joke. And if there's a specific type of comedy that's more your thing, go tune into that. A lot of this stuff that a lot of the people that I've seen say some things like, oh, comedy nowadays is this, that, the third, or that's not comedy, blah, 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 blah. They find a lot of shit on TikTok to be hilarious. So why not just watch that? Oh, because I want to go to a comedy show. Encourage your favorite TikTok comedian to start a comedy show and then go watch them. And therefore, you're not jeopardizing your life or anybody else's life going up on stage trying to beat somebody up because you're not going to be offended by something your favorite TikToker says, right? Or the brand of comedy that they have. It's really that simple, you know? I am not ever going to be for... You know, now get it. Like I said, there are comedians that take it overboard. You know, comedians that take it all the way overboard. You know, um, but again, you gotta control your actions. I think you can't blame them for your actions at the end of the day, and you damn sure should not blame the alcohol. You know, again, I brought it up because I feel as though that that is, you know, it's not the reason, but it is definitely uh, something that gives people the courage to do that. Because sober wise, I feel like a lot of people will just argue back and forth or they would do what most others do. Most, you know, normal minded individuals would do in a situation to where they heard something they were offended by. They'd get up and leave. Dave Chappelle had a show here in Boston. Dave Chappelle uh, was is not pro-Israel. He was he was he's you know he's he did not say you know um, he he did not say uh, free Palestine at the show, but um, he vocalized that um, you know he was he was pretty much against what Israel is 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 doing to Hamas, right? A lot of folks here in Boston, not everybody, because there's been a lot of pro-Palestine rallies going on. I haven't gone to any of them, uh, not because I'm I'm pro-Israel or whatever the case is. I'm not speaking on that issue for uh, a purpose, you know, Um, but I see both sides being here in Boston. I've seen both sides. And again, that other night was was, you know, it was, you know, something that um, I wasn't surprised to, to, to see about, read about, hear about, none of that. I wasn't surprised that that was a reaction. But I bring that up because nobody rushed the stage to try to fight Dave that night. There were people who left, people who got up and left. Yeah, there were people who argued. And like I stated at the beginning, I would rather people do that, even though I still think it's useless. I would rather people do that rather than try to rush a stage and argue and 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 and, and uh, fight a comedian. But there were people who tried, who stayed and argued, and then there were those who uh, got up and left. So, yeah, shout out to everybody the other night, <laughs> whatever side you are. Um, but that's my stance on the situation. I'm not. I'm never going to be okay with, uh, you know, going up because you don't like a damn joke, going up on stage and uh, attacking a comedian. Now, there's going to be people I know that's going to bring up the fact that I celebrated Will Smith attacking Chris Rock. Um, the reason why I celebrated that was because um it was funny to me and like I mentioned before I laugh at fucked up things that's just what it is so it was funny and number two it happened where it happened where it happened is the most funny thing to me now it's 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 kind of a messed up thing because I uh it was the first uh Oscars where uh you know you had a black producer and 
all this other stuff happen and then boom this happens and now they're going to use that as a, an example of see this is why we don't put the blacks in charge because <laughs> we put the blacks in charge the violence happens but also and that's the point I made when I talked about this you can go back and listen to it the point I made was let's stop celebrating these fucking white institutions anyway I was so happy yeah my black militant ass was happy to see some shit like that happen at a white institution that's the reason why I was glad with it not because of the damn joke not because I the the GI I didn't even think the joke was I didn't think it was funny but I didn't think it was offensive um, but you know, Jada Smith is, uh, or Jada Pinkett, because I don't know if she's going by Smith anymore. Jada Pinkett is offended. She, she's really sensitive about her, her alopecia. Um, that is something that is, uh, she can, she has every right to be offended of. Uh, but I'm going to say this point and I'm going to end the episode. I don't want to hear what offends you when your entire life being is is offending Will Smith or just being a downright lying offensive being in the gen- in general. So, fuck your offenses. You don't got regard for anybody else's well-being. So, that's that. But uh and I know that was kind of a sideswipe, but that's kind of my updated thoughts about the whole situation with Chris Rock being slapped and all that. I don't agree with Will slapping him because he doesn't like the joke. I I laughed and I agreed with it because um, Chris Rock's been I, I've been wanting Chris Rock's been needing a uh, a slap for his uh, sellout comments, um, but also I liked seeing that happen at the Oscars. Yep, I ain't gonna apologize for that. So. <laughs> Anyways, that's my thoughts on this whole situation. Comedians getting uh, slapped or or uh, attacked on stage. Don't do it. Like I stated, if you, if you're offended by jokes and you know you're offended by jokes, don't be someone that's gonna be. Oh, I, it's not that it's not that I'm uh, sensitive, and it, it's okay. It's okay to say, listen, I can't. I can laugh at other people. But I can't laugh at jokes about myself. It's okay to admit it. Let me put it that way. It's okay to admit it. That's just who you are. You know what I'm saying? But knowing that means that you should do the proper steps to understand that if I go to this comedy club and I sit in the front row or anywhere, whatever the case is, or if I make my voice be heard and the comedian is this type of comedian that likes to roast and, you know, and be interactive with the crowd, um, he might say something about me and me knowing that I don't like being joked on. Maybe I shouldn't go to this comedy club. Maybe I shouldn't watch comedians of this vein. It's really that simple. Put on your big boy pants, your big girl pants your big person pants and actually have that that type of um, self-actualization about yourself because it is nobody's fault no matter how offensive or non-offensive their brand of comedy is it is not up to them to coddle your feelings it is up to you to protect your sanity your peace and your feelings it's their job is to do their job which is to go up on stage and tell jokes that's what it is. It's not to go up on stage, tell jokes, but and protect your feelings. It's to go up on stage and tell jokes. If that is not something that you can handle, do not go and view people that go on stages and tell jokes. Do not consume material that is all about jokes. Simple as that. That'll be the end of this episode right here. And, uh, Thanks for listening. Links in the description box below. Subscribe if you're not subscribed. Share the share the podcast out. Share the episode out. Please give it a rating. I want to give a shout out to. Uh, it didn't happen for this podcast, or at least it wasn't brought to my attention for this podcast. But my other podcast, nonetheless, give a shout out to the listeners over at Google Podcasts. Um, I was recently notified that I've been getting or have gotten a lot of positive 
feedback uh, from Google Podcast listeners or people who listen to the podcast, the My Two Cents podcast on Google Podcasts. I just want to let anyone know you can listen to the Earnest Thoughts podcast on that very platform as well. So please, please, please go over there and, you know, if you enjoy this podcast, you can also enjoy that podcast over there as well. All right. Until next time, it's still. <clears throat> Let me take a sip of water real quick before I do the outro. <clears throat> Golly. All right. Until next time, until next episode, stay black if you are black, stay beautiful. Black Lives Matter, LGBTQIA plus lives matter black women matter black men matter and black children matter and black comedians matter all right (laughs) i'm out peace